the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. All right, let's get it on. It's 1106. I am Mike Boyle, and this is The Restaurant Show. It is Sunday, May 29th, Memorial Day weekend, 303-696-1971. Coming to you all up and down the Front Range in Denver on News Talk 710, KNUS in Colorado Springs, AM 1460 and FM 101.1. The answer, you know, the movie Top Gun Maverick came out on Friday, $51 million, going to be the biggest three-day weekend opening of a Tom Cruise movie ever. And uh, so I got thinking about what movie... Would you like to have with you, if you were stranded on a desert island, if I couldn't have Top Gun, I would settle for Field of Dreams. I shouldn't say that. That's not really settling. That's a good, good movie. She held through the news. Let's go to Joanne and see what Joanne has to say. Welcome to the show. Hi. Hey. My favorite movie would be Roots. Really? Yeah. It's a week long. It runs for a week long, and depending on how long I'd be stranded, it would be uh, uh, not boring to have it come around again and watch it all over. Yeah, but what if you got rescued in three days? Then what do you do? Oh, well, then I'd have to watch it at home. Okay, all right, all right. What about my selections? Uh, I saw that movie. It was very good. Which one? Field of Dreams or Top Gun? Field of, Field of Dreams. All right. Did you did you hear what I just said about the cars not moving, not showing movement at the end of the last hour? I didn't know all that little tidbit of information. No. It, it was really it was really pretty fascinating. You know what? In the house at the Field of Dreams, the where they have the front door, that was the back door, and they had to move. And then remember when they had them going up the stairs up to the bedroom? That was yeah. a solid wall. They had to cut away that wall and put a railing there because that's the way they needed it for the movie. They were telling me that um, the producers ran an ad in the local newspaper said, if you think your farmhouse would be good for this movie, um, send us in. So they sent in, and they were driving on the road that – is on in the movie, and when they came around and dropped down and saw the farmhouse where the Lansings live, the producer said, yeah. that's it, that's the one I want. And the guy driving, the, the, his helper, said, well, they didn't apply, they don't want it. He said, I don't care, that's the one I want, pull in. And they pulled in <laughs> and talked the Lansing family into letting them make the movie there. Wonderful. Yeah, kind of fascinating. Yeah, I, I liked the movie, it was great. Would you like a ticket to, do you agree with, did you hear what I said about what he said, Ray Kinsella said about his dad? Um, I, I don't know if I heard that. All right. Well, we're coming up on a break, but he obviously has a very contentious relationship with his father who's dead. And he's riding along with James uh, Jones, the black guy, the writer in the movie, and uh-huh. he says... Um, 
why did you why did why did you have such a contentious relationship with your father and he says well i said something and the son of a bitch died before i could take it back and he says what did you say and we got to take a break and i'll tell you joanne when we come back on the restaurant show all right, 14 minutes after 11 o'clock. Happy to have you with me. want to thank Mary Lou for calling in the last hour. I want to thank Joanne for calling. Uh, I should probably finish that thought. If you've been listening since 10 o'clock, you're going to hear it repeated. But uh, in the movie Field of Dreams, Ray Kinsella, Kevin Costner, is talking about his contentious relationship with his father. And James Jones asks him why. And... Kevin Costner, Ray Kinsella says, because I told him I could never respect a man whose favorite ball player was a cheater, Shoeless Joe Jackson. And uh, talked a little bit about the, the remorse and the, and the um, regret that he felt. 303-696-1971. I'm going to share something with you that is unbeknownst to the restaurateur, probably. But um, let me see if I can find it here. All right. This is from one of the nicest people in the restaurant business you're ever going to meet. Her name is Joyce Schaefer. <coughs> Joyce owns, <coughs> pardon me, Joyce's Famous Pizza at 2120 South Broadway, just south of Evans. And... We did an event with her last weekend where we did the $20 pizza for $7.10. We do one with her about every six weeks. She's been around since 2008. Colorado Springs, I love Billy's Old World Chicago-style pizza. Colorado Springs, I love Louie's Pizza. I'm going to be doing an event with Louie next Saturday, all five stores. We do one every June, July, and August. I love Grinelli's and Castle Rock. So I don't have favorites. I just have people I really like in the job that they do. But this was posted by Joyce Schaefer yesterday. Alert to all. Friday morning at 2 a.m. My restaurant was robbed. Pry Pry bar through the front door. Threw in the heavy cash register at the door to open, then to the office, kicked it in, grabbed the money. What is this world coming to? To these people get a job and work. Small businesses, mom and pop shops, we're all trying to make an honest living. Then individuals come and wreck your lifestyle. It sucks. Crime rate in Denver has increased by 30%. Well, she said, we are open today. Moving forward, Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 8 p.m., Saturday, 8.30 to 8, and today, Joyce's Famous Pizza, 2120 South Broadway, will be open from 3 to 7, and she will be open tomorrow, Memorial Day, from 11 in the morning till 8 at night. And I'm just going to tell you, I have not spoken to Joyce, but... I remember when the Thai Mint restaurant in Colorado Springs, same thing, broken into, safe, stolen, wonderful, wonderful people. 
We did a dinner there where I said, come on by and spend some money. You're not going to replace the money that was gone. You're not going to replace the glass in the front door. You're not going to replace the door to the office. But I'm sorry that this happened to her. And I would like to encourage you. Mike, will you be going up today? No, I won't be going up today. But I guarantee you, Joyce's Famous Pizza will see me sometime this week. If you would stop off at Joyce's Famous Pizza and get a pizza or get a beverage or a salad or a calzone or a sandwich, I want you to know that I would appreciate it. And even more so, Joyce would appreciate it. She didn't ask me for this. She doesn't even know I'm bringing it up. Joyce's Famous Pizza, 2120 South Broadway, just south of Evans. Today from 3 to 7, tomorrow from 11 to 8, and then 11 to 8 for the rest of the week. Let me give you the phone number, 303-777-4992. That's 303-777-4992 or 77-PIZZA. And uh, I just want you to know that, you know how... Salem Broadcasting is running that 30 days of an act of kindness. I don't know what, I don't know, I I don't follow that and I don't participate in it. My personal mantra in life is that if I can do some nice things, I don't make it one a day. I make it whenever the opportunity presents itself. But I think that you have an opportunity to do something nice for Joyce. She runs it by herself with Daniel and Mario or two cooks. They've been with her for years. They're absolutely salt-of-the-earth people. So Joyce's Famous Pizza, 2120 South Broadway, 303-77-PIZZA, 303-777-P-I-Z-Z-A. All right, let's go to Al. Al has an answer to the question. The question is, if you were stranded on a desert island, what movie would you want to have with you? Al, welcome to the show. Hello. I would like hey. to have a movie, Lonesome Dove. You know what? That would be on. I've often, depending on my mood, my new my mood, I've said Top Gun, Field of Dreams, and Lonesome Dove. Obviously, oh, obviously, brilliant minds think alike, right, Al? <laughs> I, I guess so. <laughs> All right. Hey, no, I thought uh, Robert Duvall. Oh my God, that was great, wasn't it? Uh, and you know, it's kind of like Joe. Like, it's kind of like Joanne said she could watch Roots all week. And Lonesome Dove wasn't that about? Wasn't that about six episodes or whatever it was? Yeah, it was. A, it was a week long. In fact, I'm sitting here next to Joanne. That's my girlfriend. He talked to you for a few minutes, and I said, "Hey, give me the phone. I want to talk to Mike." <laughs> well, listen, we got to take a break. So you and your girlfriend, hold on for a minute, because I want to find out if you want to go to the Western Conservative Conference this Friday and Saturday. We'll be back and talk with Al and his girlfriend and you. Give me a call at 303-696-1971. All right, 24 minutes after 11 here on the You'd Never Know It restaurant show. Have we even talked about restaurants today? We've been talking about movies and just about everything else. Want to remind you about Joyce's Famous Pizza. They were just robbed. Go visit them this week, 30377-PIZZA. Let's go back to Al. If Al was stranded on a desert island, um, he would watch Lonesome Dove. 
his girlfriend would watch Roots. Al, if you were stranded together, who would decide what you watched? Where's Al? Did we lose Al? I guess we lost Al. 303-696-1971. Wasn't trying to drive a wedge in their relationship, but um, I have a feeling that I know the answer to that. All right, let's go to Peter in Westminster. Is this the Peter that came and got some good cue yesterday and brought me four baseball gloves? Indeed, that's me, and I want to thank Dickies for those specials yesterday. Wow. <laughs> I'm having ribs for lunch today. I can't wait. Yeah, I still have some, too, because, yeah, I got three full racks. Of course, I gave one rack to my neighbor, and they were the same thing. Wow. <laughs> Bless your heart. Now, you know, there we, we talk about, you know, couldn't we use a little bit more politeness and a little more kindness? Couldn't we use a little bit more humor in this day and age, Peter? So you took a rack to your neighbor. I took a rack to my neighbor. And... Um, you know, I did it because they're wonderful people. Not because he cut my grass yesterday, but it, they're wonderful people. So that was nice of you to take a rack to your neighbor. But you kept two for yourself, didn't you? Well, yeah, uh-huh. had to because i got to have some more today while I'm watching the races. You know, I don't know if you heard me say it, but I forgot to, um, I forgot to bring home barbecue sauce. And I could go to the Safeway, which is very, very close. But the barbecue sauce, the original at Dickie's, is so good. I'm going to drive all the way over to our Dickies in Castle Rock and get some of it and bring it home. What movie would you watch, Peter, if you were stuck on a desert island? Wizard of Oz. You're joking. (laughs) No, not at all. Love it. I never watch a movie twice. I never read a book twice. I never watch a TV show twice except Wizard of Oz. Every chance I get, I'll, I'll watch it. It takes a lot to make Mike Boyle speechless, but um, and I'm the same way. I don't reread books. I don't. It's when I say that. If you've been listening to the show, I've watched Field of Dreams a number of times. I've watched Top Gun a number of times, Um, and it will have to be a circumstance where I don't feel like I'm wasting time because of something else I could have done. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, exactly, because I figure, well, I've read a book, you know, or seen a movie. I want to I want to read another book. Move on. Another yeah. Movie. Okay, so so if you were stranded, what, telev- what television series or show would you watch? Oh, now that's a real tough one. Um, I would say right now, uh, Blue Bloods. You know, I know a lot of – a friend of mine turned me on to Blue Bloods. Everybody likes Tom Selleck, don't they? He does a wonderful job. And I don't – I like Blue Bloods, but I didn't go back to the beginning and watch it so it's one after the other, after the other, after the other. So every once in a while – I mean, there's always something to read or something to watch. But Blue Bloods, I've had a number of people say that. What about what about something light like Everybody Loves Raymond? 
Um, not a fan of everybody that loves Raymond. Never was. I what? don't know why. Um, how because can I really you like say that um, the movie, Peter? How can you say that the movie you'd watch if you were stranded on a desert island is Wizard of Oz, and that you're not a fan of everybody loves Raymond television series? Both of those statements to me are just foreign. <laughs> So, <laughs> well, like I say, it's odd that I don't like that show because I love that actress who plays the wife. I can't think of her name right offhand because I'll watch her in any show Patri- she's in. Patricia Patricia Heaton. Yeah, but that's one show that I I don't know. I've watched it a couple times, but just because of her. <laughs> I and you know what? I think she's pretty, don't you? Oh yeah, definitely. I think she's very sexy. What about, what about, um, have you been watching the Bosch series? No. Uh-uh. Is that one on, like, Netflix or something? Uh, it's actually on Amazon Prime. Uh, but oh, now yeah, there's a freebie out of follow-up. Well, there's a freebie called um, Amazon Freebie, F-R-E-E-V-E-E. And what kind of a, what kind of television service do you have, Peter? I have Samsung Plus. It comes with my Samsung television. Okay. I don't know what that is, but I check yeah, it out. Just, yeah, it's I I get like about 230 channels, um but it's just what Samsung has in their uh in their TV um program that you get with a Samsung TV. But it doesn't have things like Netflix or HBO or anything like that. Those you'd have to pay extra for. Check out Bosch Legacy, B-O-S-C-H Legacy. And that's on a free station. <coughs> Pardon me. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, check it out. It's very good. I, I would have Ozark. You haven't watched Ozark because it's not part of your package probably, right? Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. Well, I was just kind of curious when it came to the – would you like tickets to the uh, Western Conservative Summit on Friday and Saturday? You know, I would, but I, I wouldn't be able to go next weekend. All right. Terrific. So. All right. Well, look, Peter, thank you, thank you, thank you for coming by Dickie's yesterday. Thank you. You live up in that neighborhood, don't you? Yeah, I live just 15 minutes away from there. All right. Well, thank you for coming to Dickie's yesterday. Thanks for getting a bunch of Q. I'm glad you're enjoying it. And uh, thanks for the baseball gloves that you got at Goodwill. You know, <clears throat> my mother told me never to ask the price of a gift, but <laughs> you gifted those to me. And I am going to ask you, because when I go to Goodwill, I can find gloves in good shape for generally three, four, five bucks. Does that sound right? Yeah, those were 4 and $5. Well, and the only reason I'm sharing that with you, and I'm not trying to put a price on your generosity, is because if other listeners out there happen to wander into their neighborhood Goodwill, go back to the sports section, and if they've got gloves, you can pick them up for 4 or 5 bucks in good shape, get them to me, and we will make a kid in Mexico or the Dominican Republic, depending on where I take the next load to. Thank you, Peter. I appreciate you. Okay. All right. I want to thank Peter. 11.32, let's go to Ron in Colorado Springs. Ron, welcome to the show. Hi, Mike. 
Hey, I called. I wanted to uh, give a movie recommendation to you, but uh, I think you guys are on target with Lonesome Dove. Uh, but I think uh, I normally don't watch a movie twice, but I've been creating a list of movies that I saw decades ago that I'm going to watch again. Um, one of them is The the Color Purple. I think Steven Spielberg did that. It's not a real happy movie. Um, I don't know if you recall it. It's got Whoopi Goldberg in it. It's a lot of domestic violence. Uh, I never saw E.T. E.T. Uh, e. and uh, Contact with Jodie Foster. Content. You know what? I've never seen any of these. Really? I should oh, you... wait. I saw. I shouldn't say that. I saw E.T. Everybody's seen E.T., haven't they? Yeah, I I, I thought so, but uh, the, the I, but I haven't seen I, I haven't seen I haven't seen the color purple, and I haven't seen Contact. Well, you would really enjoy. It. It's well done. Spielberg did it, you know, and he. I don't think he's ever done a bad movie. Um, the other one is a movie, I think it's about two years old. It's fairly new, so it's got good video, good sound. It's called I Saw the Light. And it's a biography about Hank Williams. And the uh, he, gentleman he, that does the singing is an incredible actor. The The music is great. Um, and it's it, it's really worth watching. I think it was on Prime. I think it was on Amazon. Um, you know but you what? really need to check it out. Ron, I saw it. I was coming oh, back did. from I, I was coming back from somewhere, and um, flying back, and it was in the movie selection. Um, hmm. I don't recall exactly where I was flying back from. I was in United First Class. They always have a good movie selection, and I saw it, and I watched it because I'm a Hank Williams fan. Um, mm -hmm. I love his music, and it's it's really. Uh, some of those country guys, you know, when they talk about how a country song isn't good unless somebody's lying, crying, dying, or moving somewhere, um, right? That that was a lot of that was and have a pickup truck in it. That that right. I mean, he it was a rough life, wasn't it? Oh, I, unbelievable, and uh, it was a real eye opener for me. I had no idea he had thirty six number one hits, and most of them he wrote. Um, yes, he. He, he really is the, uh, to country music, he is what uh, Elvis is to rock and roll. Do me a favor. I've got to take a break. And would you hang with me? Because I want to talk a little bit more about this. Can you do that for me, Ron? Sure, I can do that. All right, we'll be right back. We're talking with Ron. We're talking music. We're talking whatever you feel like talking about. 303-696-1971. I'm Mike Boyle, and this is The Restaurant Show. All right, 39 minutes after 11 o'clock, we're talking to Ron in Colorado Springs, and he suggested the movie Color Purple, Contact, that, and E.T. Right. And the other one was I Saw the Light, the story of Hank Williams. Not Hank Williams Jr., not Bo Cephas, but Hank Williams. Died at 29 years old. Recorded 55 singles. Five were released posthumously. He was inducted into the Country Singers Hall of Fame. Um, he wrote songs like I'm So Lonesome, I Could Cry, Hey Good Looking, Your Cheatin' Heart. Um, influenced Elvis Presley, Bob Dylan, 
by their recognition. Elvis Presley, Bob Dylan, Johnny Cash, Chuck Berry, Jerry Lee Lewis, George Jones, George Strait, Charlie Pride, and the Rolling Stones, Country Western Music Hall, Country Music Hall of Fame, Songwriters Hall of Fame, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and a Pulitzer Prize gave him a posthumous special citation in 2010 for his songwriting. Died at 29 years old and had 55 Billboard chart records. Pretty impressive, don't you think? Yeah, I don't think anybody's likely to top him. Um, and what I found interesting in the movie, that each time he had a tragic event in his life, that's what inspired him to write another hit. And they just kept yeah. coming. And, he, of course, he, he died of a heart condition, he said, but I think that was probably amplified by his drugs and alcohol abuse. Yeah. But um, this, this new movie coming out, Elvis, have you seen those the previews? No, I haven't seen that. Well, get on YouTube and look at it. It's, uh sounds like people are either going crazy about it and enjoying it, or uh, they don't like it at all. But uh, it looks pretty good. And the gentleman that plays Elvis does his own singing in the movie. So that'll make it more interesting. Hey, have you ever been run to uh, Graceland? No, I haven't. I'd like to, but no, never been there. You have? Oh, yes. And I've said... I. I was not a big Elvis fan growing up. I grew up on the beaches of Southern California. We were more the Beach Boys, the Safaris, Dick Dale and the Deltones. And when it came to the Elvises and the Bobby Rydells and the Dions and so forth, we referred to them as greasers. Um, you know, they had all that they had all that grease in their hair. And yeah, um, but. And, 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 and even as it moved on, I was much more into the Rolling Stones than I was the Beatles, you know. Uh, the Beatles were I Want to Hold Your Hand, and the uh, Stones were Let's Spend the Night Together. And, I, I mean, it was, it was just kind of a cultural thing. But when I was driving my daughter around the country, we went to Graceland. Mm -hmm. This was 2002, so he died in, what, 77, I think, so 25 years. And... To this day, if you go to great, did you know that flowers, fresh flowers, arrive at Graceland every single day to be put on? I've heard grave? that. Yeah, and oh, kind of like Joe DiMaggio, kind of like Joe, kind of like Joe DiMaggio with Marilyn Monroe, and mm -hmm. it's and and and, and the, the guide that we had said, I'll, you know, I bet you dollars to donuts. I I, I bet you. That, I'd bet my house on that, even though it's 20 years later, 45 years since he died. Um, Elvis is a cult, and they're just unbelievable. When you get there, you park across the street from Graceland at the parking lot for the Heartbreak Hotel. And then mm -hmm. you go in to get your tickets, and after you get your tickets, you go through the store. They've got a store. And mm -hmm. I'm telling you what, it is just the most god awful clothing that you. Everything is the sequins and the black leather. You know what I mean? Everything that he wore. Mm -hmm. And then you get on a little bus and they transport you just across the street and drop you off at Graceland. But they also said that fresh flowers arrive from all over the world. 
it's not just from the Memphis flower shop. Somebody arranges for them and has them delivered. Flowers oh, yeah. are well, delivered. And I don't mean I, that I flowers hear. are delivered that day from Berlin, Germany, but somebody in Berlin bought them and had them delivered. And they also say, and they say that the flowers um, and artificial flowers arrive, and they are, I'll never forget this, they said they are left out for an appropriate time. Because if they didn't get rid of them, Ron, it would just overrun Graceland. Well, they're they're doing that. It sounds like um, people are making pilgrimages to uh, Jim Morrison, where he's buried in France. Uh, Yeah. But uh, you check out that Elvis preview. I think you like it. I didn't do it to be a for a pilgrimage. I didn't do it for any cathartic reason. I I just did it because it was part of history. And but it was unbelievable. (laughs) When the guy is done with. I'm sorry. Did you ever see Elvis in person? In I never did. I never did. Oh. And I was in Hawaii when he did a free concert. I was in oh, Hawaii my. when he did a concert that was, uh, it was, uh, he billed it as just pay what you want, pay what you can. And, wow. um, yeah, I, I did not see that. But, um, um, like I said, I just wasn't, in retrospect, should I have gone? Yeah, probably. Um, because I was surprised a few times. You know, I never liked getting back to the greasers. I was never a Righteous Brothers fan. Yeah. And Unchained me, Melody me and some of the... And, well, but on some of their songs, well, you've lost that love and feeling in Top Gun. But um, there was a girl yeah. in it college. Yeah, it works there, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, and I was trying to get close to her, and she said... I want to go see the Righteous Brothers. And I said, oh, God, but for this chick, I'll do it. And I went, and it was an unbelievable concert. It was amazing. It was absolutely terrific. So, you know, you got to be careful not to make a mistake like that. I saw the Stones in 1964 at the Long Beach Civic for five bucks with the Birds, uh, Buffalo Springfield, and I saw him at the 30th in Mile High Stadium. And when my daughter was in Buenos Aires living down there, she said, Dad, it's one of Mick Jagger's favorite cities in the world. The Stones are coming. I said, I'll get you tickets. I said, you got to get tickets. She said, Dad, they announced that they were on sale at midnight. I went online, and within 20 seconds, they were all gone. And, of course, you know, they fill a football stadium. And right. um, so... And I guess there's some way that brokers buy big blocks of tickets. I'm not computer savvy enough to know that. Well, you know, you were talking about that term, the greasers, you know, that reminded me. When Buddy Holly uh, died in that plane crash, uh, one of the concerts that they were heading to, they had to find a fill-in. They didn't cancel. And uh, it was, uh, I think it was, I'm pretty sure, you might look it up, it was Bobby Rydell who filled in for him, had a similar style. And, of course, his career took off uh, from that exposure to that audience. The day the music died. Yep, February 3rd, 1959, Clear Lake, Iowa. And you know what? The ballroom is still there. They still have concerts. um, And there is a monument to Buddy Holly there. And outside of town, there is a a monument that is nothing but those black-rimmed glasses that's wow. you know six feet, six feet tall, something like that. And I told right. my daughter, getting back to the Stones, I said, "Honey, 
I'll get you tickets. She said, Dad, you've always told me i got to see the Stones. And I called a ticket broker in California, and he says, Mike, I don't do tickets in Buenos Aires. And I said, well, you got to help me on this one. And got them. And they weren't, they weren't the five bucks that I paid in 1964. But, um, I'll bet not. But she, my daughter went and took, took a friend of hers and said it was absolutely amazing. Have you ever seen hmm. Jimmy Buffett? I did uh, just recently uh, when they were uh, when he was up in Denver. When was that? Two years ago? Three? Right if you can't have fun at the Jimmy, if you can't have fun at a Jimmy Buffett concert, you don't have a pulse. I don't care what oh, anybody he's, says. He, he's he's a party animal, and uh, I thought he was. I thought it was uh, along that he was uh, opening. Believe it or not, he was the first act, and the Eagles came. But the, it wasn't the real Eagles, you know. It was um, yeah, a tribute band. Yeah, yeah. Well, Glenn Frey had died, and I'm trying to think of the Ricky Skaggs took his place. And I mean, it just—it's not the same. Just no, no. Did well, Jimmy not Buffett, play well? I, one of, you know, Jimmy Buffett, one of my favorite lines, and I think that I, I subscribe to it, and maybe a lot of people listening, he said, I've made enough money, it's in Pirate Looks at 40. I've made enough money to buy Miami, and I've pissed it away so fast. <laughs> yeah. So, Ron, would you like to go to the Western Conference? Um, yeah, right absolutely. All right, well, make sure we get your phone number, and... Uh, and first and last name and phone number, and I'll get your email address, and they'll email you uh, a ticket, okay? Sounds good. I'll hold on. What a, what a fun conversation, though, Ron. Don't you? I mean, it, you know, when you look back, like I said, Dick Dale and the Deltones, do you even know who they are? Where are you from, Ron? Uh, Nebraska, but, you know, I was six when Dad moved here to uh, work at the Air Force Academy. The Air Force Academy was just starting. I remember Eisenhower and uh, I remember Kennedy uh, yeah, those in a guys limousine. Drive, dr- yeah. I got to take a break. I got to let you go. I'm Mike Boyle, and this is the Thanks, Restaurant Mike. Show. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, coming up on 11.54, we are running out of time. What a great call from Ron. Oh, boy, isn't it fun to kind of reminisce about, you know, I don't go to too many concerts anymore. Um... But boy, Rod Stewart, oh man, used to know Rod pretty well from baseball and from sports and and, uh, Led Zeppelin, Robert Plant sitting with his agent at a concert. Boy, I'll tell you, there were some great ones and it's nice to see that some of them are still around, still performing. But uh, you know what, if you got a chance to participate in something that is... uh, Well, like Dennis Prager said the other day, exciting. You have to figure out in life how to make the ordinary extraordinary. And you know what? There's nothing historical about going to a Rod Stewart concert, but, man, I'll tell you, he can really rock it. He really can do it. And Dick Dale and the Deltones at the Rendezvous Ballroom, the king of the surf guitar, um, he was a guy that could play a guitar right-handed or left-handed, without changing the strings. Look him up, Dick Dale, Dick Dale and the Deltones. Remember the movie Pulp Fiction? Yeah, Miserloo? That's Dick Dale. That's Dick Dale and the Deltones. We just did a spot for upcoming group trips. I got a call last Sunday at about 5.30 in the afternoon from Warren Erpson, the travel agent for the restaurant show. I mean, you talk about a guy that loves his work. He's been doing it for 55 years. 
We've taken over 200 people to Mexico in the last 14, 15 months. He said, Mike, I don't have anything for December. I don't have anything for February yet. But January, Cancun, Costa Mujeres, the Rio, they still have a singles rate. And so I sent out an email blast. I sent it out to the travel people. We booked 15 people in about 48 hours because they know it's such a good deal. They know it's a beautiful property, nonstop flight on United Airlines. If you'd like to go, check it out on my website at mikeboyle.com. It was running about $1,700, and he found a special promotion that knocked a few more bucks off it for those that book he anticipates that it will probably last through Monday, through May 31st. You never know with these restaurants, uh, restaurants. you never know with these hotels and airlines when they, they're, they're going to fill up, when they're going to start uh, raising the price a little bit. You know, I had an article. Matter of fact, it's right here. Um, let me see if I No, wait. Where is it? Can't find it. Why can't you ever find Oh, here it is. Why flights are so expensive right now. I just booked a flight. My daughter's getting married in Puerto Vallarta in November. Yikes! The price was unbelievable, but fuel prices have doubled in 2022. Just keep voting blue, folks. Just keep voting for those Democrats. How much is an airline ticket? From 2019, that's when everything is pretty much measured by. 287 Today is $383, $96 more average airplane ticket. Hotel rates, 2019 were about 120 bucks. Now they're over 150 Talk about staffing shortages. So anyway, uh, if you think you'd like to go in, I know that we haven't even really had our summer yet, but that's why you get this stuff locked in. All you really need to know is, um, all you really need to know is that um, – it is going to be a, a wonderful, wonderful group and a wonderful, wonderful trip. All right? So, listen, that pretty much wraps it up for today. Check out my website at mikeboyle.com, facebook.com slash the Mike Boyle Restaurant Show, Mike Boyle Restaurant Show. My daughter has a website for Gusto Mexico Cultural Immersion Trips to Mexico. She's got another one coming up in September. She's trying to wrap up to the wine region, the Valle de Guadalupe, the Guadalupe Valley. Um, but... Um, whether you go with her, whether you go with me, I'll be on both of them and having a great, great time. I will uh, contact Ron. <laughs> Pardon me, Ron wanted ticket to the uh, Western Conservative Conference coming up this Friday and Saturday at the Gaylord um, Resort up near DIA. One more time, let me remind you, if you'd like a pizza today and you're in the neighborhood, Broadway and Evans, 3 to 7, and it should be open tomorrow at 11 o'clock all day. She's open daily, 11 to 8. Joyce's Famous Pizza, a couple lowlifes, busted into her place, busted it up, stole the money, but uh, we can help her get her back on her feet. Her name is uh, Joyce's, Joyce's Famous Pizza. Joyce Schaefer. The phone number is 303-77-PIZZA. That's 303-77-P-I-Z-Z-A. Before I, I... I needed some help this week, and I want to thank the people at First Bank. Um, I, I, they do a wonderful job. I used the one in Castle Rock, and um, uh, we needed some papers transferred, some stuff moved around, and they just went above and beyond. They don't sponsor my shows. They do sponsor the Taste of Douglas County, but they are wonderful, wonderful people, and I cannot thank 
them enough. All right, folks, it's been a wonderful, wonderful day, a wonderful, wonderful morning. It's going to be a wonderful afternoon. Do me a favor, just take a moment or two to reflect on the true meaning of Memorial Day. All right, a lot of people gave up their lives for our freedom. Have a great rest of your day, everybody. Bye, Ocumdios. Bye, and go with God. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.